And hello, welcome back to Feeling Content. How you doing, Brad? I'm good. I'm feeling pretty content. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Yeah, it's a Sunday afternoon. Uh, what are you, are you drinking some tea, Michael? You know, I just finished uh, finished my cup of tea. Nice. I had a, a Mocha Java roast. Oh. It's a, the Allegro coffee brand. It's the Whole Foods brand. Oh, Mocha Java. Mocha so Java. It's become my my go-to. So I actually want to make sure that at some point, maybe I'll send you a pack of beans because I want to get your opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you? You 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 sipping on some feet? Nah, it's too late. It's five six o'clock here. Man, time flies. Oh shoot. Yeah, because it's yeah. three in California, six on the East Coast. I'm drinking a little bit of cranberry lime seltzer water. All right. Yeah, good little combo. All right, so last week we talked about Dead & Company. We were feeling that, and we are also feeling Tool, or at least you were. <laughs> this week you were feeling Arlo Parks, Collapse and Sunbeams, and I was feeling Tyler the Creator's Igor. Yeah. You want to just get to it, Michael? Let's jump right in. All right. So that was the single from Tyler the Creator's Igor that came out in 2019. So a little bit about Tyler the Creator. So he kind of rose to prominence, or at least getting into the scene with a group called Odd Future. And they were formed in 2007 in LA. They had Frank Ocean, Earl Sweatshirt, and some more people in the group. But those are kind of the two that have kind of come to prominence as alongside Tyler the Creator. The group and Tyler himself kind of had some backlash when uh, they were first coming out for like misogynistic and homophobic lyrics. Even though now we know that the members of the group are part of the LGBTQ plus community. Anyways, it's kind of an interesting story that has gone on with that group and with Tyler. And he has released multiple solo records as well and had somewhat of more of a cult following before his breakout album Flower Boy. And like I said, this album was released in 2019. It's the seventh of seven albums, if you include his debut mixtape and the soundtrack for the 2018 Grinch movie, which is kind of funny that he did that. And it was 2019 or 2020? It was 2019. It's interesting. I'll get to it later. Um, It was part of the 2020 Grammy cycle. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I wanted to quickly say something on what, um, the 2007 backlash because I didn't know that. And it, like in California, right? I mean, I think everywhere, every state's different. But I remember that was the year where in California we were voting on Prop 8, right? Legalizing yeah. gay marriage. And that was, at that time, it was still like now you think about gay marriage and certainly in California, right? Like the, the mindset is... Yeah, everyone do what they want. But even in 2007, it was very divisive. So Yeah, I, but like, I think there was still some more acceptance than kind of what they were putting out. And I think Tyler might have been banned in England or something, like from entering the country. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. because of his lyrics. So that was it's just wild. kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, so again, I said that like multiple members were part of the LGBTQ plus community and he came out as bi right around 2017, 2018 when he released Flower Boy. Mm -hmm. So interesting kind of thing that happened with that. So anyways, so that's kind of about Tyler. Fun fact about this album. So this album was nominated and won a Grammy for the best rap album. 
at the 2020 Grammys, which it was interesting because it took place right before the pandemic started um, in January of 2020. And although he like kind of gave an acceptance speech and like was you know very gracious in it, later interviews he was very critical of the Academy, kind of for pigeonholing black artists into the rap and urban categories, even though they kind of have various influences and genres that they go into, not just rap. And then he was kind of talking. Well, he, it, well, he was specifically talking about rap and urban. Like he was saying okay. that the urban category is basically the academy using the N word, you know, because it's like, what it's is actually urban? True. I mean, yeah. What the hell is that or, that category? Yeah. yeah. So he that was kind of it's not really a fun fact, but it's just kind of yeah. an interesting fact. One, well, it's another. I mean, interesting fact that he won the Grammy for for best rap album, but then rightfully so, kind of criticizing the academy. Because this is, I mean, you've yeah. listened to it, and maybe the listener has listened to it as well. It's not a rap album, necessarily. No. Yeah. No. But yeah. So my favorite song was Are We Still Friends? And Michael, can you play a snippet of that? Yeah. So one of the things about this album, um, I don't know if it was that song, but there's a lot of features on this album and a lot of credits on this. Like Kanye West, CeeLo Green, LaRue. Um, I don't know. I thought that was just interesting. But uh, anyways, what was your favorite song, Michael? Well, on yours, I, that was that, that was one of my candidates. Okay. Too. I wrote down I wrote down that one and then I settled on Running Out of Time. Oh, I like that one too. Because I, I couldn't get it out of my head. I kept singing it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. A great chorus. Fun. So the single on the album is what we played at the top, Earthquake, <laughs> uh, with an F. But I thought that Boy's a Gun and Gone Gone Thank You could also have been singles. Did you have any anything that you thought could be a single? Yeah, no, I put I put um I put Igor's theme, but like really? even though it's, Yeah, I mean I guess like it's not really singlish. I guess single like I mean, we've talked about this before. I guess single implies that, like, you would play it on the radio. Yeah, okay. But Igor's theme is such a cool... It, it is a cool intro. And it's, yeah. like, it kind of sets off... It's, like, it's all... It's pretty... There's no rap. It's just pretty much, like, his production, which is, like, obviously very, very solid. Yeah. And, More than solid. It's excellent. Yeah, and again, I think this wasn't touched on. He produced this album all by... was all by himself. Like, it was written and produced by Tyler. He was the creator. He was the creator, yes. <laughs> so, you want to play... play yeah, yeah. We'll kind of get a little snippet of yeah. both and kind of see how they yeah. fit in. All right, a boy's a gun. Take your hoodie off. Why you hide your face from me? Make your fucking mind up. I am sick of waiting patiently. How come you the best to me? I know you the worst for me. Boy, you sweet as sugar diabetic to the first degree. Nice. You want to play a little bit of Igor's theme? Yep. So yeah, 
Yeah, I can see that being a single, actually. Yeah, because it's kind of got a good little vibe to it. Yeah, it's a little dark for a single, I'd say. Maybe. Yeah. But it's good. Well, what's dark about it? It's just like, I don't know, sonically. Yes, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's a great word, by the way. Sonically? Great adjective, yeah. yeah. We haven't used that adjective, I think, in 19, 18 episodes of Feeling Content, and yeah. we should. Yeah, it should be in <laughs> at least half of our episodes. It should be It should be just as overused as Vibe. Yeah, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> were, you, were you struggling to feel any songs, Michael? I had one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, New Magic Wand. I like that song. I didn't have any, so why don't you play New Magic Wand and kind of show off why you were struggling to feel it. All right. So I'm realizing playing that, and I think this is going to be my opinion for most of the album, is that uh -huh. like I like that little snippet. And it's kind of like, it's cool production, and it's, it's just, I think that a lot of it just doesn't gel for me all the way through, because it feels like it's, some of the songs are on repeat. Like that song, I feel like, is not that dynamic. It just keeps repeating that portion. Which is not totally true, too, because the, it definitely like, takes a left turn at one point. There's a little outro, yeah. if I remember correctly. The, no, yeah, you're right. The, I know what you're saying a little bit, though. But yeah. It, yeah. And it's a little abrasive, that's, that snippet you played. So I kind of I can kind of see where you're coming from. But I like yeah. it. Especially, like, the, um, I don't know. I, I, I like that. I like that song. But I can see yeah. where you're coming from. But anyways, let's move on to the next uh, segment, I guess, or thing. What? So, how would you recommend experiencing this album? Um, I said, set aside one hundred dollars, go to Home Depot, buy a ground tarp, and buy as many different colors of paint as you can. Uh huh. Find find a wall, get a boombox, and throw this album on, and turn it on blast, and open up all the paint cans, and just start tossing paint against the wall. Wow. That must be that might be our most descriptive. Well, mine last week was pretty. It was in a different way descriptive, but I, that's a pretty good. I could see that happening. I like that. It's kind of chaotic. Right? It's chaotic, and then the album's kind of yeah. chaotic. So yeah, yeah. Mine's kind of more low key, <laughs> but I said, and I think I mean a lot of our albums are kind of like this, but I felt like especially this album, like you need to take it in all at once. It's a very the album kind of flows together and it tells a story a little bit. So, like, one of the things you could do is, like, do some housework to it because it's a little litty, but it, like, takes you on a journey and it's, like, I don't know, keeps you, like, you can listen to the whole thing while you're, like, doing the housework or throwing paint yeah. cans. <laughs> no, I think that can, that can work, too. Be that can work, too, because you're, like, yeah, you're cleaning up. You're, I'm assuming housework or you're even, I, I feel like I can't focus to it. That's the one yeah. thing. So, like, I was thinking, like, yeah, like, work, like when I was be working tough. to it this week, it was hard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but, like, housework you could do to it. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like, folding laundry or something. Yeah, yeah. All right, Michael, I'll, I'll let you go first on this one. What's your one-sentence review? I said, and I think this is where, where I'm going to bleed in my, my opinion here, excellent production does not save this album 
from me at least, wishing another artist was performing over the top. I said a, a yay, it sounds like a yay period Kanye album without Kanye. Like Yeezus, you mean? or? It's not, yeah, Yeezus. Yeah, yeah. Kanye's on the record, though. I know, but where is he on the record? Uh, Puppet something. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, my one sentence review is, building upon the success of his previous album, Flower Boy, Eager is a genre-bending labor of love that helped Tyler relinquish his early role as provocateur and position himself to deliver his most polished and honest album to date. So obviously we feel a little different about this album. We do. And that was a really good one-sentence review, though. Like, I'll give your one-sentence review 10 cups out of feet because that was, that was nicely done. Yeah, I mean, I didn't enjoy listening to it multiple times. I just, that was, and I know I'm... Uh, I guess in the minority because it won the Grammy for album of the year like I recognize mm-hmm. all that and still I was like alright I need to listen to this again because I need to see if I come back and feel something different but I didn't so it's a personal thing but that's what we that's what we do here right so it's not for me I knew, I knew you weren't gonna not for me I knew you weren't but I I wanted to like I wanted to see if uh, I just wanted to make sure no well I think I like that you we do this because we try and pick things that at least we like, right? Challenges each other. Yeah, sure. I mean, like, as long as one of us likes it, I think it, the likelihood is that someone else is going to like it, too. So, I, I mean, I gave it yeah, four yeah. and a half. Okay, better than three. Yeah, like, and, and well, better than three, right. And it's because it's his, and I'll say this, like, I like Flower Boy better. I feel like... I was going to ask you what you thought of Flower Boy. Yeah, his production is awesome. And he yeah, yeah. he was doing something really creative here, and it's not my. I feel like it's not my place to say it was bad. It's just I didn't enjoy it that much. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, I give it nine cups of tea. Okay, I really like this album. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I really like Tyler. He's like he's he's up there for me. He actually just released a ad for Coke, like a song that's a ad for Coca Cola. It's pretty good actually. Pretty lit. Pretty lit. To bop. Did he create it? <laughs> Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. All right, Michael, you want to take us through the next album? Yeah. So Arlo Parks, her latest album released actually just a couple months ago, Collapsed in Sunbeams. All right, so nice. you get the vibe kind of there, but um, yeah, what song was that? That was "Hurt." Thank you, "Hurt." Yeah, "Hurt." One of the many, many singles. There's 12 songs on this album, and there's six singles. So, yeah, um, yeah you know, yeah. I don't, I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know quite the 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 logic with that, but yeah. yeah. Plus, like, I feel like it's hard with indie artists. I mean, I don't feel like this is getting played on the radio. So, like, what is even a single for like an indie artist? You know? Right. Right. Maybe we should redefine what single is with with feeling content. But I think I think it is something uh, that like is supposed to be more accessible and kind of the best of the best. But anyways, that's a good way of putting it. I'll let you kind of get to it. Yeah, no, no. Well, let me give you a little bit about Arlo. So Arlo Parks, it's not her real name. I didn't write out her real name. This is this is her artist name. She's only twenty years old. Born in August, wow. two, yeah, two, of two, of the year two thousand of our of the turn of the millennium. <gasps> so, jeez, um, oh, I feel old. Isn't that crazy? So she oh. she's raised in in London. She's half Nigerian. Um, and I, I'm just gonna pull a quote out because I feel like this kind of gives you a little bit of her personality. Like this was um, something I read. Um, she said 
she spent most of secondary school, quote, feeling like that black kid who couldn't dance for shit, listening to too much emo music, and crushing on some girl in Spanish class. Okay. Okay. So, just like a normal high school kid, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you're talking about the artist, I kind of want to... No, interject. I don't know if you read this at all. Yeah. But um, she actually kind of came up as like a, like a beat poet or like a poet... And, like, you can kind of see this on the album a little bit where she'll kind of do some spoken word over the over the music. And, like, Eugene, the song Eugene was came from a poem that she wrote at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning on a overnight bus or something like that. Well, so, okay, kind of I didn't... Kind of interesting stuff. You know? Yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that. So I'm, I think we're playing that later. But she did, and I, I recently discovered her, uh, my roommate... Um, Jonathan told me about her and, and her album had just come out in, in January um, but mm-hmm. she came she kind of hit the music scene in 2018 she has a single called Cola and apparently at that time of release like Michelle Obama put her, put her on a playlist and you know when that happens she's gonna blow up she did oh yeah she's done collaborations with uh, Phoebe Bridgers um, ooh and, one of my faves and others and so this is her first album one of one and I think that it's going to be exciting to kind of see her career because she's she's obviously very very talented. Fun fact about this album collapsed in some memes. Her and her producer and this Italian guy Gian, Gianluca uh, Bucolati. Bucolati. He, he and he co- they both co-wrote all the songs, uh, but they uh-huh. they both worked in various Airbnbs because they had a neutral energy uh, during the recording process, and I can kind of imagine that because Airbnbs like. While they all have, they all have the same style, right? Like bright colors. Yeah. Like, right? um, and so they, they all have a neutral energy, and they and and it was said that they chose that so they could create their own creative bubble. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so that's um, that's Arlo. Nice. Brad, did you have a, a favorite song in this one? Yeah, mine was Eugene. It's me. So it's written at 3 a.m.? 3 a.m. on an overnight train. Or bus. Overnight train? Bus? I don't know. I just really like the part where it's like, well, I mean, it's basically that whole part. But it's like, hey. Yeah. I know it's been a little bit off, but that's my mistake. That is a good little hook kind of thing. Yeah. And I, I also read somewhere that it, she's been kind of compared to Billie Eilish a little bit. And you can kind of see that, like, with the breathy vocals on that song a little bit yeah like definitely a definitely a different vibe yeah, <laughs> yeah vibe. but it's it's similar it's yeah similar to Billie eilish a little bit sonically different too <laughs> but a little bit more low-key than sonically Billie. less sonically vibely different yeah yeah um but that's uh, that's that is an interesting comparison because i can see it i can i can kind of i can kind of see it my favorite song was black dog so I like that song. I like I like how she, like this song is clearly like depression or some sort of mental health, right? And like that's yeah. what Black Dog is, right? It's a depre- it's depression. Uh... 
yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it means there's a lot of things about black dogs, like in culture, and <laughs> I think like like traditionally, like I mean, even like Harry Potter with uh, like uh, uh, what's the yeah his uncle his uncle was like the black dog like <laughs> the background and stuff. Yeah, well, I don't know. I just I like the song. I I love that part that that sort of yeah is. and i think it's it's cool that artists are singing about she says this somewhere and then i was you know i was reading about her like she's she realizes that a lot of i mean i think a lot of people of all for all time have been experiencing mental health but in our day this modern day and age it's coming up more and more we're actually talking about it more and mm-hmm. more and she's she put it in a song and singing about it like it's just i don't know it's cool yeah and I'll I'll touch on that later in my one sentence review. And I I really do like this album. But one thing, one of my criticisms is, a lot of the songs do sound the same. Yeah, I'd say, but they all sound good. So yeah, 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 yeah. So did you did you have any additional singles or additional you know songs? No, I mean like half the album was singles. So no. Okay. Well, so I'm gonna play one more just to just to um, give a little. Uh, a variety and it's it's okay. called, it's called just go oh to be honest I assumed that that was the lead single. I honestly didn't even look at which songs were singles. I just saw that there were six singles, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, I felt the same way as you. Um, I, I saw yeah. that there were six, and I was like, okay, that's half the album. Like, that was definitely one of the singles. Well, knock on wood, because I don't remember the list. Yeah. my I said my struggle feel, because I picked one. And now I feel bad for doing this, because I listened to your favorite song, and it, I chose Eugene. I originally had mm-hmm. Bluish, which is the song after Eugene, but I changed back mm-hmm. to Eugene. I, I'm kind of with you in that I'm not even going to play the snippet because I thought Eugene was pretty good. I liked that little part. Like, <laughs> it just, I mean, I, We'll play the snippet to just show how good it is. All right, all right, all right fine. Well, I, maybe I yeah. picked a bad 15 seconds, you know, but we'll go we'll try it. Well, we'll let's play it. See, I like that. No, no, no. Well, so, so here's what I was going to say when I, I so thinking about putting this on was right after Green Eyes, like, and this goes to your point, like the last few songs of the album are just, you're just like, am I still, we're still going here? Because it sounds, it sounds the same. It's monotonous. Um, yeah. And it's compared to like the Igor album, you just make a, this sounds like a playlist or something like. Or like you can you can just cherry pick songs and listen to them. Like I feel like the way Igor's laid out, it's better as an album for sure as a whole. It's all connected. So it's, uh, it's all connected. Um, yeah. Again, that's not a bad thing necessarily. It's just different. So did did you uh, did you how would you recommend the listener listen to this one in a coffee shop or at home with your own cup of tea, doing some work or studying? Yeah, which is good. Yeah, I'd say um, this is very coffee shop music. But it is. What? It is. It fits right in. I said this is going to sound weird, I, I, but this is what I imagined. Like cleaning out your closet. 
Like, uh-huh. not, and it's not, that's not literally the act of cleaning out your closet. That's not trying to be a metaphor for anything. Just like, yeah. cleaning out your closet kind of sucks. Like, or just like cleaning your room. And like this, yeah. I can kind of see myself just kind of moving around doing, and it's, it's like, well, it's I not, think, I think it's, Michael, I think there's some conscious, there's some subconscious uh, metaphor in there. I think you said it literally. I think you said it literally, <laughs> but I think, I think you're thinking of it figuratively too. <laughs> and I don't know it. But it's you kind of happy. Know. It's like got a happy vibe to it, even though she but does it, address like you said, some topics. Yeah, you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe you're right. Maybe it is. Maybe it is subliminal. Like I, yeah. I, I'm cleaning out my brain by listening to her and like clearing my clearing my dark thoughts and, and replacing them with sunshine. Um, yeah. What's your one sentence review, Brad? So my one sentence review is: as an album that ex- explores relationships and mental health, two key key themes of this current pandemic. Collapsing in Sunbeams is a nostalgic nod to the late 90s, early 2000s coffee shop core, while still sounding fresh, forward, and soulful. Another great one-sentence review. Yeah. Although, one one edit that I would make to it. I'd give that one-sentence review seven cups of tea because you said <laughs> collapsing in Sunbeams, and it's collapsed in Sunbeams. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So this, whatever, whatever, whatever was collapsing had already collapsed by then. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I like that. I like that. Um, while an encapsulation of Arlo Park's talent and potential, collapsed in sunbeams, suffers from too much of the same. Monotony is a word that comes to mind after more than a few listens. So, hey, we brought yeah. that up. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, cups of fee, Brad? Arlo? I still gave it eight and a half cups of fee. I really liked it. So, I was darker on this one, too. Um, I gave it uh, six. And okay, and just because I realized, like I loved listening to it at the beginning, and then, like after a while, as we said, it's just I think she's gonna grow into making a kick-ass. That's fair. Album, yeah. yeah. But she's twenty years old, so yeah. And I love her style. Any one of these songs is good, so yeah. it's just a it's just a matter of time. I feel like I'm an asshole music critic right now. The way I sound, <laughs> I don't like no, how I, I mean, sound. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think there's a lot of truth to that, and I would say I was thinking about giving it a little bit of lower score, but I I did cut keep coming back to it and really enjoying it. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I thought my eight point five was was deserve it, deserve it. Yeah, thank you. My brain's half functioning right now. I guess. Hey, it's it's you're doing you're doing me a favor. It's Sunday morning. It's the evening for you. It's Sunday scaries. Yeah. Well, so that we just covered the albums that we were feeling last week. Michael, what you been feeling uh, this week or however many weeks since the last podcast we did? I know. Well, like we we keep we keep referring to everything as last week, but it really was a couple weeks ago. That's okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, these episodes are weeks, a week in time, every even fort, if they're months. Every fortnight. Every fortnight. <laughs> every, every fortnight. Um, I am feeling uh, Sound and Color, Alabama Shakes. Okay. All right. What you feeling, Brad? Okay, I'm feeling... Here, so the album is called Wonder Where We Land by Subtract. Wow, okay. I've never heard of any of this. Um, I'm excited. It's, I'll have to send it to you because it's... Um, if you haven't heard of it, it's S B T R K T. Oh, okay. I've, I've I've heard of that. I've heard of I've heard of the all caps 
Sub- yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. subtract. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay, good. Now I know. <laughs> um, I, uh, I was like, Sibit Crypt? Um, I don't know. I, at one point, I thought it was Sabercat. Like, I just, like, I guess my dyslexia was kicking in. Yeah. Yeah. You know Well, Sabercat's a good one, too. Yeah. No, I can definitely see that. Well, I can't see it because I have to. You're going to have to. <laughs> I can't. I can't I can't put those all caps letters in my brain right now for whatever reason, but yeah. um, I'm excited. I've never listened to them, or if I have, I don't know it, so I'm excited. What yeah, can you I, just I, give me a little preview of of your was it hesitance with Alabama Shake Sound and Color, or had you not like what is it? Um, I so I actually haven't listened to Sound and Color. Is this a new album? No, no, it's all it's like yeah. old. Yeah. So I I really liked them. Um, yeah. Like I really I actually I, I have a lot of respect for like the lead guitarist and singer. I think she has a great voice and yeah, she's a really good guitar. But I, I kind of got like sick of her after a while. Okay. Well, but I'll have to listen to it again. I'm actually excited because like uh, it'll give me fresh ears on it, and I feel like yeah, um, yeah, I'll give it a, yeah, I'll give it a go. Beauty. All right. Well, what is what's um, her name? Brittany. Brittany Howard. Brittany's? Brittany Howard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, right. I'm excited. Yeah. I'll, uh, hey, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, next fortnight. <laughs> All right, dude. All right, sounds good, man. Listener, thanks for joining us today, whenever you're listening, wherever you're listening. And uh, we will hopefully have another episode out for you soon. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao for now. <laughs>